Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin, Episode 4. It's No Lamp. Roefa Ukuldras, Vivikael Aldiskonfrinden, Ach un Arwenis Naturiol Senos Garlinur o Bavran lo Gumre. Cumri? Mutated to Gumri? Of course. I believe I shall continue with Old English, Professor Tolkien. Welsh is just too complicated. Perhaps, Bursley, but it is the native language to which, in unexplored desire, we would still go home. But Jack's here. Excuse me. Of course, sir. Hello there, Worsley. Look what Westbrook's nicked from the kitchen. I did not nick it. I found it under a bush, Atherton. But it's just an old jar. Might be useful for putting pins into. I'd better go wash it off. Catch you two later. How's your paper coming? Ah, slowly. It turns out someone's already done an extensive study of the tearing of the pardon and its influence upon the already growing division in the church. Funny thing. I just remembered I really don't care. But it was vital to the doctrine of the 14th century. I say, did that tower just grow an extra story? Nonsense. It... Great Scott, you're right. And it's encrusted all over with jewels. Not a very tasteful addition, to be sure. Aren't those Westbrook's rooms? Come on, we'd better see what he's up to. girls in your rooms, Westbrook. You know that's against college regulations. Hello there. It wasn't my idea. Do you want to explain how your room suddenly doubled in size? <laughs> Not really. And for God's sake, put some decent clothing on those dancers. I like it. Feel sort of Arabian Nights. Get rid of them now. Thank you. Now. What is going on? <sighs> nothing. Turning your rooms into a harem is not nothing. I'd say it's quite something. Can I lodge here? Nope. Have some grapes? Westbrook! Don't be such a wet blanket. This has something to do with that jar, doesn't it? <laughs> That's not just a jar. I am the servant of this vessel. Command me, my master. We should carry ear protection when you're around, Worsley. <laughs> I was given quite a fright myself when he first appeared. Oh, Jen, more scotch. Now look here, Westbrook. You can't go about making obvious changes to the architecture. But I've got a gin. And with such, you could make positive improvements to the world. Was your first thought to eradicate world poverty? No. 
It was to add a large jeweled addition to your personal living space. Now, look here, Atherton. I, I don't even know how long I'll have it for. It might just disappear like all the other strange things that happen in these parts. Just order it to remain. It has to obey you. Even above the rules of physics? <laughs> it's worth a try. Very well. I order you to remain here and not return to your own realm. Yes, master. Now, about that scotch. you be so selfish? Very well. I order you to cancel all exams for the next month in every college at Oxford. Can we have the dancing girls back now? I'm getting Professor Cecil to put a stop to this madness. Hand me a pillow and let's get this party started. <laughs> I love college. Professor? Professor, wait! What is it now? Um, look up, sir. Goodness gracious, how did that eyesore come to be built? Gin magic, I'm afraid. I'd read in the myths that they had no taste, but this is beyond ridiculous. Yes, sir. And don't ask what's going on inside. It will all vanish soon enough. I don't think so, sir. You see... They ordered the gin to remain, and it very well might. Is it just me, or did someone add a jeweled exterior? I'm afraid they did, sir. Rather lovely, isn't it? What? It will go down well with the lawn. Hey, you there! Get off the grass. That's the last tourist I let in here. He's even added a do-not-walk-on-the-grass and bold print to the back of every piece of college publication. I say, who let that costumed peddler in? He's as gaudy as that new tower. And... Not friendly, either. He just sent a ball of flame at us! Not very polite of him. I seek the jar of Solomon. Always good to have a definite purpose to one's life. Who are you? Barbaric foreigner. Dear, dear. I go from a great warrior to barbaric foreigner. Bring me the jar of Solomon, you dog. Well, I could help you put up wanted posters about the college. I'm sure they'd let us post a notice on the board, or perhaps in the dining room. Silence. Speak, old man. I say, that's not a very polite way to address a chap. I am Absol Mohar, magician of the Emerald Mountains and destroyer of kings. You will obey me. I'm sure the Emerald Mountains are lovely and all that, but, uh, word to the wise, announcing you come from the back country isn't really the best way to impress someone at Oxford. We simply must show Sophie all this. Better get rid of the dancing girls first. Jim, take these away and bring us Miss Sophie Roberts. As you wish, Master. What's going on? 
Where am I? Welcome to the Palace of Westbrook. Whose house have you broken into? No one's. He's got himself a gin. A what? That thing that brought you here. I can have him bring anything I want. Oh, I want a P.I. (laughs) Gin, bring Sophie a private investigator uh, from Chicago. Yes, master. It was a plush sort of outfit with pillows around the floor and enough grapes to fill a wine press. There was a dame staring at me with big doe eyes and... We can hear you, you know. A slight blonde sort of Joe was glaring at me from across the room. His glasses edged down his nose and his lips parted slightly in anger. I am not angry. He was trouble. Real trouble. The kind of trouble you... Sophie, this is getting ridiculous. The dame's name was Sophie. Soft, like her long brown hair and... Don't stop him, Westbrook. I like it. And over the jar, unbelieving dog. Uh, what jar? He was trouble. I could smell it like newly minted... Would you shut it? Bring me the jar, or the princess will die. He thinks I'm a princess. <gasps> I have a knife at her pretty throat now. Bring me the jar, or I bathe my hands in her blood. It was another trench coat ruined, but killers had to die. I don't think he's dead. You think your pathetic weapons can harm Absol Mahar? Get the jar and let's get out of here! How? You're the one with the gin and you're asking me! Jim, ah! ah! take everyone but the magician far away from here! Your idea far away? The master was not specific. It's Kate, not Cat Street. It is clearly Cat Street. This is Oxford. We're supposed to agree on our English. Who cares how it's pronounced? The point is, all we have between us and that madman is a canal and a few streets. The building stretched as far as the eye could see as shady characters walked shifty-eyed across the cobble. They aren't shady characters. A suspicious couple had stopped not far from us. Casing the shop and pretending to examine a map to throw us off the scent. They're tourists! Aww, ain't he sweet? He is not sweet. He is irritating. Westbrook, can you please send Mr. Hard-Boiled over there back to wherever he came from? My name is Robert Rackle. Gracious me. You can talk normally. Jim, return the private investigator. I just realized, if the magician returns while he's gone... I have you now. (laughs) Quick, in here, a covered walkway. We can't hide from him forever. Why not? 
I like that plan. If Afzal gains the jar, he will be able to wreak havoc in our world. We need to send the djinn back to its own realm. It should have vanished before now. It would have, if someone here hadn't ordered it to remain. But, but it made scotch. We should split up and throw the magician off. Agreed. Westbrook, Professor Cecil, you must protect Miss Roberts. Worsley, with me. I do not need protecting. If anything, Worsley does. He's the one who panics. I do not panic. Sophie? That wasn't me. Sorry. Something... something brushed past my leg. You're imagining things. Where did the magician get himself off to? Behind you, dogs. Now look here, sir. What could you possibly gain with this jar? I will dominate the world and purify it. Why don't you start a soap company? Obstinate barbarian, hand me the jar. And if we hand it over, you'll just let us go on our merry way, I suppose. You will be the first to be purged in the new order. Hate to break it to you, but offering to kill us if, if we do what you want in a good sales pitch. He clearly needs to go to advertising school. And if I offer you your beauty lives, we just wouldn't believe you. Bring me the jar. Jim, return and rid us of this magician. Why didn't we just ask him to do that earlier? Why is everyone looking at me? Because you're the one that usually comes up with the obvious idea. Put it down to those dancing girls distracting me. Dancing girls? I say, look at the time. We should be getting back. Don't change the subject, Westbrook. (coughs) Don't you think people will think it is odd we have a huge man floating next to us? Oh, right you are. Jen, return to your jar and go back to your own dimension, uh, never to return. I say, never is a long time. Couldn't we just have it for halls? It would be safer if it were gone for good. Jim? Yes, my master. I just have one question. Only one? I thought you only got three wishes. Three wishes? <laughs> Nonsense. And if you ever do, just make your first one to have an infinite amount more. That seems fairly obvious. How is it no one asks that in the stories? <laughs> because it'd be a dull read, else. Three or infinite? I'd say it's more excitement than I'd like on a Monday morning. It's Tuesday. Really? No wonder Professor Red said my paper was late. We'd better be getting back to the college. I've a better idea. Randy drinks on me at the Eagle and Child. And if you miss having a gin, we can always get you a gin. <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> yeah, <was> <laughs> Roberts. Glad to oblige. I'll be in my rooms if you need me. I must say, you three do have a talent for trouble. I say, how do we get to the Eagle and Child from here? Do you never go for walks? I have other things on my mind. 
Come on, boys, it's just down this way. Oh, I hope I don't get sacked for wandering off so long. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, call it a long lunch break. Yeah, somehow I doubt taken away by a gin counts for excused leave. sensation that was. Now, to find the jaw of Solomon. The jaw is finally mine. <laughs> Command me, master. Bring me the fools from the other dimension. I cannot. Master, I may never return to Madeleine. But you are Jin. Anything is possible. Not anything, Master. Very well. I will confine myself to conquering this known world. Bring me an army of evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't lose my job. That's good news. But I did get a pay cut though for this week. I'm sorry about that. I'll make it up to you. Excuse me, gentlemen. Oh, sorry, Professor Tolkien. We're in your seats, aren't we? Come on, you lot. Those three come in here as often as we do, Jack. I wonder what they're up to. Off chasing a gin, sir. The usual for you all? Yes, thank you. Pity they weren't after a dragon. I'm rather fond of those. Quite, sir. Maudlin. Episode 4, It's No Lamp, featuring the voice talents of Mark Kalita as Percy Atherton. I still think you should have wished for an interworld poverty. Peter Franzen as John Westbrook. But it's a gin. I, I mean, can, can I even do that? David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. I'll stick with dancing girls. Bruce Bosby as Lord David Cecil. Really, Worsley, you shameless college. Fiona Thrall, as Sophie Roberts. I can dance! Mark, the encaffeinated one, as the Jin. I cannot end world poverty. 
Contract Paragraph 9, Subsection C. Rocky Rungano as Afzal Mahir. Jen, can you take over the world and rid it of good? Oh, that I can do. I say, that's hardly fair. Chip Joel as Robert Rackham, Private Investigator. He was trouble, but I couldn't help it. I was drawn to it like birds to oil spills. What? Like children to matches. Oh, ain't he cute? No! Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chipman. Produced and engineered by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music from Regency Ballroom by Spare Parts. Visit their website at bfv.com slash spareparts. Additional music from Shawaza by Solis. Remember to visit brokensea.com for more behind the scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only. Wait, you forgot me. I'm sorry. Were you in this one? Yes. David Drage as Maudlin President George Gordon. Thank you. Kids these days.